Hello, my name is Niles Haggis-Bottomberry of the Third. Following a series of botched estate sales and family deaths, I acquired one of the greatest marvels of the modern technological world, a time machine. I immediately put it to use, pursuing my single greatest passion in life, interviewing the rich and famous across the vast span of time and space. Join me now as we unravel the restrain of history's mysteries. After careful consideration and discussion with my colleagues, one of the pivotal conclusions at which we have mutually arrived is that the use of the time machine cannot, in turn, unravel the unstoppable and erring wheel of Father Time. This bunkum and hogwash about the zany doctor with his race car time machine and the kid from Family Ties should not be believed. There is no way that I could affect or tamper with the unerring march of an established timeline. In fact, I have carte blanche to do just about anything in the past and sidestep the repercussions. Time is narrow, and I can only observe its trajectory. Therefore, I decided to perform a bit of a science experiment, per se. Tonight's journey puts us exactly one year and 30 days before the destruction of the Hindenburg. As my colleagues have determined that there is no possible way that I could affect the timeline in any remote sense whatsoever, we shall put their ironclad hypothesis to the test a few times. Besides, I've always wanted to see one of the Zeppelins an amazing technological marvel in flight. Besides, why not get in a visit before the old humanity ordeal, eh? Join me now as we travel to 1936 to visit a gem of 20th century engineering design, the Hisdenberg, on tonight's Restry of History's Mysteries. The time is 6 p.m. May 6, 1937. We will arrive at the first naval air station in one hour and 30 minutes. Oh, the too many cheese. Oh, yes. Hello, I am. Niles Hindenburg the Third, and dear listeners, you join me. Whilst I visit the largest lighter-than-air rigid body airship ever constructed by man, the Hindenburg. Oh yes, yes sir, let me light that cigarette for you. This mighty assembly of hydrogen and steel once traversed the airways over the Atlantic, bringing the passengers from Europe to the once mighty United States. Once? I just so happen to be in the most luxurious section of the Great Hindenburg, its first-class area. And I'm joined by... Excuse me, what is your name? Ah! Yes, sir, yes, yes. May I help to? Ah, yes, excellent. Um, I'm recording a documentary on the Great Zeppelins. Perhaps you could show me around. I... Uh, uh-huh. Well, sir, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have before you the beautiful first-class cabin of the Zeppelin. Constructed... Ah, fascinating. Just absolutely fascinating. This really is the bat's pajamas, let me tell you. Yes, sir. And you will find that we have on board all the amenities of home. Yes, it would seem so. This is almost exactly like home. In fact, I spotted a blasted roofer sawing his way through the ceiling a moment ago. You know, occasionally I have to cut holes in my ceiling you as well. You saw nothing. 
anything, sir. Uh, you mentioned something about a library? Of course I did, sir. <clears throat> In fact, they have a renowned collection of books by famous philosophers. Uh, there's Descartes, uh, Nietzsche, Plato, Hume, Kant. Oh, that's marvelous. Would you be a dear to fetch me the, oh, humanity? Of course, uh, if you follow me... You Absolutely, dear sir. Now, if you'll... Belfries and bosom fellows! I had almost forgotten that you have a full-service kitchen and cookery on board. I'd almost forgotten that completely. I simply must see it. But of course. I'd like you to meet our chef, Gunter. One of the finest in all of Germany. He serves such luminaries as Kaiser Wilhelm. Oh, chicken smells absolutely marvelous. What exactly do you use to flavor the sensation? This, um, uh, this, uh, this is for, uh, uh, oh, oh, the kumon tea. Oh, I simply must have a taste. Oh, what are you doing? He's going oh, to ruin our plans. Fantastic. I don't know, he just appeared out of the toilet and he won't stop following me. He thinks I'm some sort of attendant. Oh, you're the chief engineer. You tell him that. You know, this chicken is quite good, but it needs a bit of a kick. Yeah, hand me that oil, won't you? The, the nine. Nine? The, this is ein hydrogen zeppelin. Oh, nonsense. For reasons I won't go into right now. Our dear listeners are quite infinitely familiar with. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you that nothing of consequence will actually happen. I'll just throw a little oil on and... There, you see? Twelve seconds per side and it's perfectly cooked. Carry on. Okay, sir. I think that's quite enough tour for now. May I interest you in a nice fruit salad? Oh, wonderful. You know, I do love a good salad now and then, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I have no idea. I just... Mm, sir? There is your ticket. My... Uh, uh, my ticket. Um, well, uh, well, uh, it, when I stood up earlier, uh, that is to say, you know, I actually started the toilet. I materialized in the toilet. Um, but so uh, when I started... The ticket. Uh, yes, I uh, don't... I, wait, wait, please. Get get it. It. No ticket. Time is 6.30 p.m. May 6th, 1937. Dear listeners, I am terribly sorry for that quite uncivilized turn of events before. Let's make our way down this catwalk, eh? See what other wonders await us within the belly of this steel beast. Ah, here we are. There's a humble mechanic working hard to restore the functionality to this clock and candle mechanism? Hmm. You there, sir. Are you part of the engineering or mechanical crew? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Mr. Papadopoulos. I'm one of the best Sabbaths, um, mechanics of all of Greece. 
Ah, Greekanese man of the machines. I say, good machinist, what exactly is the function of that device? This, this device? Well, this is one of the internal. It is internal, and it's um, hydrogen heater. Internal hydrogen. Oh, yes, an internal hydrogen. Yes, of course. Internal hydrogen heater. Yes. It, yes, it, it absolutely. Heat, it heats the hydrogen internally. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I am, how do you say, fixing the clock so uh, it um, ignites and it heats up the right section right. of the hydrogen internally Perhaps, of course at the right does. time. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, just like they've got on all of the Zeppelins. Absolutely. Yes, that's fantastic. All of the what? Oh, all of the Zeppelins. Uh, of, around, of the fleet of... of uh, uh, oh, never mind. Yes, I, um, well, technically... They're out of Detroit, the aren't they? ...in the future, but... Um, hmm, hard to quite move forward with this conversation without revealing some temporal mechanics. So, you know, I will tell you this. Um, I hope you don't... I'm not, no, I'm not a temporal mechanic. I'm an airship mechanic. Ah, yes, yes. I, I, I can see the, uh, the, the distinction and the difference there. I hope you don't mind if I come off a bit boorish here. But I must... No, that's okay. We, we're all boring sometimes. I must admit that it does look a tidbit like a bomb. A bomb? What? <laughs> uh, uh, one of those on the Zeppelin? No, 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 no. Paris the Ford. Who in their right minds would sabotage the pinnacle of Nazi engineering? Oh, uh, yes, would, absolutely. Who would ever destroy such a pointless manifestation of Nazi Party's disgusting hubris? Who indeed, sir? Who indeed? Oh, um, by the way, said, who, indeed? who indeed? Yes, that's yeah, a question for the ages. Yes, who indeed? Why, why are you uh, twiddling your mustache like that, sir? Why, why, why exactly are you twiddling your mustache like that, Mr. Uh, Grecian Man of the Mechanics? Well, uh, it's the fashion. Oh. Yes, well, it is the 1920s. I could understand that being the case. It's what? It's the furries. What stop did you get off on the bus, mister? I blasted time machine. I must have had set wrong again. Um, oh, by the way, it just so happens that the kind attendant at the first class cabin offered me up some fruit salad. Would you care for a bit? Hoppa, banana me! Well, if you're taking the banana, I won't need this appeal. Careful with that flambe, this whole rigid airship is filled with hydrogen in there. Oh, the flambe's on me! Oh, that's right, I forgot! I must mention to you, dear listeners, that I chose some wonderful cordry pants for this outing. For purposes entirely unrelated to the script or to any punchlines that may be coming up, you should remember that. Why, look! There's someone out there on the engine pods doing some repair work. Looks like he's sawing away some of the, um... Hmm. 
must be sawing away the unnecessary support rods that the engine doesn't need. You have to do that with Zeppelins sometimes. You see, when the early Zeppelins were constructed by uh, uh, Frederick Zeppelin of Germany, um, they would put uh, a variety of additional support rods out, uh, sometimes that went out to the engine that were uh, entirely unnecessary. Um, I, I learned this in, in my years uh, serving uh, aboard um, an airship. Absolutely, I did. And uh, so here's one now. Looks like he's cutting off one of the support rods, as you do. Hello, good sir. How goes the engine work? Oh, nine. Nein, ich surrender. Du weißt, ist das Dodo. You saw nothing. Du bist ein Kuckumans. Ah, very well then. Good, good job. Excellent. Fantastic work with the saw. Carry on, good sir. Ah, ah, my Zeppelin saw. And, you know, since we're totally, abundantly safe from malice of some cyclical butterfly effect-esque time paradox, Let's go ahead and, as the Americans say, push it to the limit, shall we? I just happened to bring fireworks along. And my calculations are correct. When these babies go off, you're going to see... Well, fireworks, really. What are you doing setting off fireworks on the Zeppelin? Well, you, you see, it's actually quite safe. You see, uh, I I'm Niles Higginsburg Barry the Third, and and you are coming with me. Uh, uh, well, all right then. Just you know, hands off the pants. Give me them. I need my hands on all of them. No, you don't understand. These are what the scientific You don't know who you're talking to. Well, okay, dearest listeners, it may seem we're in a sort of a pickle here, but it just so happens that we're being escorted to the bridge. We'll have an opportunity to speak with the skipper of the Hindenburg himself, Captain Max von Pruss. God, what is the meaning of this interruption? They're docking momentarily. Sir, he was setting off fireworks in the hallway. Terribly sorry for the bother, Captain, but believe me when I tell you that absolutely nothing is wrong. We're actually all safe. I'm quite certain that the Hindenburg will not explode for another... Absolutely it will not explode. As long as we keep fools like you under lock and key, there may be saboteurs on board. At least in Kartoffelkopf. Got off my what? No, 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 sir, sir you, you misunderstand. Although that does explain a great many things I've seen recently. Anyway, I'm actually a journalist, and I wish to interview you about your experiences aboard the once great Hindenburg. Once? Uh, I have got to stop doing that. Mm. Well, uh, mm, uh, like, uh, <clears throat> how about, uh, take for example, the fabric that the exterior skin of the Hindenburg is made from. Uh, what exactly is this material? Sir, why are you... Why are you doing this? This is amazing. I can't help but marvel at the materials out of which this airship is constructed. 
It's so thin. It's so look. Look at this. It's so It's really quite. Sir, I I must insist. You cannot do that. Stop poking holes in the ceiling. Good gracious! I'm terribly sorry about that. Well, you know that's that's quite unfortunate. But look, what about the carpet and these carpets? I mean, they're so flush. I could rub my feet on them all day. Please. Please stop doing that. We're not grounded yet. It's very dangerous. <laughs> grounded. Ah! <laughs> Amadastric. electricity never hurt anyone. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, first cauterize. Sir, no, nine, nine. Those pants exceed the friction quotient allowed by naval airship regulation. We have sighted New Jersey and are ready to make land. Oh, oh, listeners, you now get to watch as I, Niles Hindenburg Barrier III, take an epic first step off of the Hindenbottom. Sir, sir, no, the ship is not grounded yet. Oh, oh, listeners, I can't believe it, my microphone's still attached to me, this is magnificent. Listeners, it looks like I'm saved. I see below me what looks like the New Jersey Amalgamated Pillow Factory. Ouch! This I am landed owie in the fluffing mechanism. Understand. I'm a famous journalist from the future. Please help me find my time machine. This one's fine. He's just a few tacos short of a combo platter. At least a little less ether for this one. Did you see that? A Zeppelin saw just flew past the window. Well, that thing went down like a lead. Uh, you get the idea. Oh, dear listeners, we all learned a very important lesson during this most recent jump back into time, didn't we? An important lesson about making certain that you've set your time machine to the right time and date. It would appear that I mistook the button labeled years for hours. But to be fair, it's all written in cursive, which is a dead language anyway. Join me next time when we meet Edouard Delamere de Bouteville, inventor of the first gasoline-powered car in France, the famous Model S. Take him to task to determine what exactly makes his S-car go. All that in a bag of crisps, next time on the Restry of History's Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs>